Y'all, the reason why it took me so long to start this podcast is because I was scared. I was scared and I was overwhelmed that it was going to be too hard. It was going to be too much tech stuff happening and I wouldn't be able to do it. And then I found Anchor. And you guys, Anchor is literally a godsend. It is the easiest way I have found to make a podcast. Anchor gives you everything that you need in one place for free, which you know when you're starting out with something, you don't want to have to pay buku bucks for something that you're not sure if it's going to work. Anchor gives you everything that you need for free, and you can use it right from your phone or from your computer. I I recorded my very first podcast episode right from my iPhone. The creation tools in Anchor allow you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds great. And they actually distribute the podcast for you so that it can be heard everywhere. This podcast can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Google Podcasts, and many more. You can easily make money from your podcast with no listenership. And who doesn't want extra dollars in their bank? Start your podcast today by downloading the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. Hey there, and welcome to Slay Out Loud, a podcast designed for women who are on their journey to become the best versions of themselves. I am your host, Jerrica Hetty. I am a wife, a stepmom, an entrepreneur, and the creator of the Slady's Den, which is a women empowerment movement focused on gratitude, self-care, and giving back. I'm here to share real-life stories, offer you support and encouragement as you travel on your journey. So let's get started. Hey, 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 and welcome back to Slay Out Loud. All right, ladies, so today I wanted to tell you another little story. So on June 12th, 2018, so exactly one year ago today, I signed a commercial lease. Um, My lease officially started on July 12th, 2018. And I was so excited to have this commercial space. Um, And now, one year later, I have returned the keys and closed the doors. And so I wanted to tell you five things that I learned from opening this brick-and-mortar location, a storefront, Um, And I think that these five things can be applied to any area of your life. So I think they're really, really, really good gems that I'm going to drop here. So if you're interested to know the five lessons that I have learned, stay tuned. All right. So number one is sometimes it's okay to jump first and figure it out as you go along. When I didn't, first of all, I didn't even find this space. Um, A co-worker of mine, my friend Justina, I don't think she listens to this podcast, so if you know her, tell her that she was mentioned in this episode, but she actually found the space and, excuse me, 
And she was like, Jerrica, you have to go look at this space. I didn't even know it was available for rent. So as I pulled up to the space, I realized that another woman that I knew, um, her name is Cindy Newcomb, she actually had rented that space prior to me. And so I didn't even know the space was there. I wasn't looking for a space. Um, The funny thing is, or ironic, whatever you want to call it, back in February of 2018, I had written in my journal, um, and then I made this Pinterest board of this storefront that I wanted to do someday. I didn't realize that someday was coming, you know, um, five months later. So I didn't have a plan. But I saw the opportunity, I saw my dream coming to life, and I jumped in wholeheartedly. So sometimes it's okay to do that. And, you know, for the first, definitely for the first three months I was there, but really for probably the first five to six months that I had the space, I had no idea what I really wanted to do with it. Like, and if you had been to the den um, in person, you could see the transformation from July of last year until right now. So it kind of went from this meeting space to like just a place to house my office supplies (laughs) to a storefront in the front, like an actual boutique in the front of the space and a members only type thing behind the space. Um, So it transformed really a lot in one year. But I didn't go in with a plan because I wasn't planning on having a space. And I feel like sometimes that's okay. Sometimes we get so crippled in the fact that we don't have a plan. We haven't figured it all out. And so we don't jump. And we miss out on opportunities because we're still head down writing fervishly trying to figure out what we're going to do next, that we're missing all of the opportunities that are passing us by. And so sometimes it is okay to jump first and figure it out once you get there. Because once you jump, guys, you're going to fly. You're going to fly. And if you don't fly, you're going to fall. And you know what? That's okay too, because falling means that you have to stand back up. And next time, as you stand up, you're going to be stronger and you're going to know, hey, that didn't work. How can we fix that or how can we try something else? So number two is don't ex- expect your family and your friends to support your dream. And I want to explain this a little bit. I, at first, I was making all of my plans for my events, all of the things that I wanted to do. I was planning all of these things around the people in my life, like around their schedules, around um, their time off, that sort of thing, because I felt like they had an obligation to support what I was doing. Like, hey, I just got this space. You need to be in here all the time. So you can't expect your family and your friends to understand your dreams. You also cannot expect them to drop everything that they're doing to solely support your dreams. And so when I came to the realization that, hey, everybody doesn't have time or they're not interested in the things that I'm doing and that's okay, you know, I let go of a lot of resentment and a lot of um, misunderstandings were cleared up because I had went into this 
initially thinking that everyone was supposed to support me because I was doing this thing. And that's not exactly the case. No one's going to understand your dreams better than you. No one is going to support your dreams better than you. And so you have to support your own dreams. You got to stand on your own two feet and you can't go back and forth trying to um, only do the things surrounding the people that are near you. Your dreams are your own. And so no one else owns them. They're yours. And so you have to be willing to put in the work to support your own dreams. And you can't expect the people closest to you to automatically support them just because. So number three is kind of like a caveat on number two. Number three is to expect the unexpected. And I feel like this ties in to number two because um, even though you can't expect your, your friends and your family and those people closest to you to support your dreams, you got to be willing to expect the unexpected. Because what happened for me was complete strangers became my biggest allies, complete strangers, women that I had met on the internet, through Facebook groups, through um, networking events, in person, by word of mouth, people I have met um, over this past year that I didn't know before this have become business partners with the den, were actively involved in all of the things for the den, on the committee for the fundraiser. Um, My friend Elizabeth, I'm just going to shout her out. Uh, She's amazing. We met in a Facebook group that had like 15,000 women in it. Um, Turns out she lives in Buffalo, which is like three hours from where I live, but it's the airport that we use to fly when we go to California. And so I met her in this Facebook group, and it just so happened that I was getting ready to go back to California last year for Labor Day weekend, and I messaged her, and I said, hey, this is going to be so weird, but I'm going to be in Buffalo. Um, I'm coming home on a red eye, so I'm going to be in Buffalo at like 6.30 in the morning. Would you by chance want to meet at Starbucks by the airport? You guys, she said yes, and now she is one of my best friend, Elizabeth, I know you're going to listen to this. I love you, girl. Thank you for being you. And so you guys, that was completely unexpected. While I was so upset that people that I've known for a long time or people that live near me weren't coming to my events and they weren't coming to the den and they weren't supporting me, I was almost going to miss out on the opportunity of meeting someone like Elizabeth, who then drove three hours one way. So a six hour round trip. She came to the den four times, you guys, four times she came. Elizabeth came to the den more than some people that live around the corner from the den. So you have to find your tribe. You have to be willing to expect the unexpected. I never going into this would have thought that someone from Buffalo would have come to the den once, let alone four times. But it happened, and now she's one of my greatest friends and one of my biggest allies for the movement that we're creating here. 
Another example of expecting the unexpected would be sold out events. When I started planning the fundraiser for this year, um, I decided to bring on a committee because I knew it was going to be bigger than the one we had hosted in um, 2018. So we put together a committee and those women showed up and showed out. There is no way that that event would have been as successful as it was without the committee and without all of their help. And there were over a hundred women in the room. I personally only knew maybe 10 to 15 of them. So here I am speaking in front of this room of a hundred women, and I don't know hardly any of them. These women don't know me, but they knew someone that knew someone that probably was on the committee, and they trusted that enough to pay you know, the money for this ticket, never having been to one of my events before, didn't really know what this ladies' den was all about. And here we have a hundred women in the room and we raised almost $2,500 in three hours. I mean, it was insane. It gives me goosebumps just thinking about it. And I didn't expect that. I did not expect that at all. I was the person behind closed doors like two weeks prior to the event telling the committee like, hey, we might have to pull the plug on this. Like no one's buying tickets. I mean, 10 days before the event, we had only sold maybe 20 tickets. And in those last two weeks, it just exploded. And that event was amazing. And we're already getting started to plan the fundraiser for next year. Um, I hosted a garden party, a succulent garden party in the den this spring. And again, you know, I thought maybe 10 or 15 women would come. Nope. We sold 50 tickets to the garden party and all of these women showed up at the same time and it was a madhouse in there, but it was amazing. And people still, I had someone ask me last night via Instagram, like, Hey, are you going to do like any more events, even though you closed the space? Like I loved the garden party, had fun at the fundraiser. Like people are excited. And so as number three, I want you to be willing to expect the unexpected because it is going to happen and it is going to blow your mind. Number four is... Self-care, self-care, self-care. You guys, you've heard in previous episodes how I came to the idea that I was going to close the physical location of the storefront. Um, I had so much going on and I was giving the best that I could to all of these little things and I totally neglected myself. I was in a burnout. And so I talk a lot about that in a previous episode. Um, But self-care, you guys, schedule times for unplugging, schedule times for massages, schedule a time to get in a float tank, schedule a time to be completely unplugged from social media, from the world for 24 hours. Give yourself the time and the space to refill your own cup. 
because you can't go 100 miles an hour all the time. You cannot be on all the time. We need time to recharge. We recharge our phones. We recharge our watches. We plug in our computers. We do all of these things, but where are we plugging ourselves in? And self-care isn't just about, you know, pedicures and massages. It's the journaling. It's the, the morning, you know, routine, which is why I created that workbook for you guys to snag on Amazon because it gives you a space to do morning gratitude. It gives you a space to plan your self-care for the day. It gives you a space to journal your feelings and your thoughts and your ideas. And so if you haven't snagged that um, that workbook on Amazon, I'm going to link it in the show notes, but get one and start it. It's 31 days. It's undated. You can start it at any time, but make sure that you are recharging yourself plug yourself in to um, some women. You know, I reached out to some women yesterday actually and said, hey, you know, I spend the majority of my day pouring into other women and I'm realizing that I need someone to pour into me. Like I need to find those people, find that group for myself so that I can continue to pour into my own tribe. So, you know, I've picked up the re, you know, I'm taking my own advice. I have, I got my own workbook off of Amazon. I just started it again, you know, July 1st and I'm doing that and I'm reading, you know, personal development and I'm spending time, you know, in prayer and meditation because I had let that stuff go. I honestly did, even though I was telling other people to do it. I myself had let it go because I was so busy trying to create this thing that I forgot about myself. And so I don't want you to do that. So self-care, you guys. Make sure that you schedule it in just like a doctor's appointment, just like soccer practice for your kids. Schedule that time for yourself. And lastly, number five is Don't be afraid of doors closing. I did this like one minute video for the ladies in the Sladies Den exclusive group on Facebook, and it was just talking about change. So yesterday, I actually turned in the keys to the den, um, did the final walkthrough, and I wasn't sad. I thought I was going to be sad. I had a moment of sadness a couple of weeks ago when I decided that I wasn't going to renew my lease. But yesterday I was okay. I'm at peace with it. And I think it's because I know that there is something even greater on the other side of this door. And closing the actual physical location of this lady's den, it's not a failure. And I realize that now. It's not a failure. It was a once in a lifetime experience and I have grown so much in the past year and I've made so many connections and brought so many women together and I can't wait to bring more women together and more locations. And so I don't want you to be afraid to close a door or to let the door close when it's time because a closed door means that there's another one opening right beside it. And so I am just so grateful 
for this opportunity. I'm so thankful that I have learned the things that I have learned throughout this year. I am forever thankful and grateful for all of the women that came into the space, for everyone that has, you know, supported this chapter of the Sladies Den, and for everyone um, that has been sending me love through text messages and messages and DMs and emails saying, you know, girl, we got you. Like, we are so excited for you and we can't wait to see what you do next. And so those are my five tips for you. Very quick and easy. So I'm just going to recap them for you. Number one was sometimes it's okay to jump first and figure it out as you go. Number two is don't expect your family and friends to support your dream. Number three is to expect the unexpected. Number four is self-care, self-care, self-care. And number five is don't be afraid of the doors closing. You guys, if you love this episode, let me know. And thank you so much for being here. And until next time, I'll talk to you soon. This episode is sponsored by my brand new workbook entitled, you guessed it, Slay Out Loud. Are you seeing a theme here? Anyway, this workbook is a hodgepodge of my morning routine. There's a space for a week at a glance, as well as a daily gratitude, self-care, mantras, and affirmations. Each day also has journal pages, and there are prompts if you aren't sure what to write about. It has space for 31 days, and I promise by the end of the workbook, you will be well on your way to living your best life. It's available now on Amazon. Be sure to check the show notes for all the details. Hey girl. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Slay Out Loud. If you loved it, which I know you did, be sure to subscribe and review. While you're at it, share this episode with a friend. Let's continue the conversation on social media. You can find me on all the things at Jerrica Hetty. Until next time, I'm sending you light, love, and champagne. Or sparkling water if that's your jam. Cheers! Cheers!